So, if you've listened to this podcast before, you'll know words like feature quite heavily. So, if you've got kids listening or you're easily offended, I'd highly advise you to Oh, hello there. Back to join me in this dark, decomposing corner of the podcast sphere, I see. Welcome, fellow lovers of the underworld. I'm Cathy Burke. Oh, what's this? Is that my tea, darling? Oh, thank you very much. That is truly the worst cuppa I've ever had. The milk's on the turn and the biscuits are soft. I suppose that's what you get here in Hell's Kitchen. Oh, well... Welcome to Where there's a will, there's a wake. As we close the door on this thing called life, we beckon our guests to consider their meagre mortality. Now, some podcasts discuss famous crime cases, while others take a trip down memory lane. But on this podcast, we're interested in one thing and one thing only, your death. Well, and your funeral, and everything that happens next. In fact, we've got a lot to get through. So, without further delay, let me introduce this week's wonderful guest, who is none other than the absolutely marvellous... Kerry Godlyman. Kerry, well, first of all, it's very lovely to meet you, because we've never met. We've never met, no. So it's lovely to finally, finally meet you. I've been a big fan of yours for a very long time, Kerry. So this is a treat, darling. Oh, well, it's very lovely to be here. So we, we'll get on with it, will we? So very sorry to tell you that you are dead, but it's not all bad because you're one of the lucky ones that gets to chat to me about exactly what volivants you want at your wake. So let's get into it, shall we? The death. How do you want to die? It's the waiting and knowing you're dying that I think is the problem, isn't it? Like, I'd rather be completely caught out or be stupidly prepared. Oh, okay. And I think I'll go for prepared. Yes. So um, I have been asked this before on a podcast, funnily enough, and I liked my answer, so I'm sticking with it. I think I want to go like Luke Skywalker went. Okay. I, I can't remember which of the Star Wars films it was when he finally died, but he was in a sort of high meditative Jedi state and he kind of just... It's like Jesus. You just sort of go with, like, you just sort of ascend. Oh. <laughs> so you're kind of fully embracing death. Right. I think the impression I get from the very limited I know on the subject is it's the resistance that is the problem. So it's working on the acceptance of the fact you're going. Oh, I see. Do you That's know what I mean? very deep. Yeah, I am deep. Kate. Very deep. Well, it's fueled exclusively by sheer fear. Yes. Because no one wants to die. No, no. My dad's told me quite clearly he doesn't plan on dying. He's sort of he thinks he's just going to live forever, which is a lovely, yeah, yeah, nice bit of manageable bollocks to cope with <laughs> upset. <laughs> Do you yes. know what I mean? We all don't want to deal with the upset. Uh-huh. So I think, all right, just square up to it like properly, like a sort of monk. Okay. Like going, going hard. I haven't done any prep, just yes. so you know. Yeah. But I might come round to it maybe later uh-huh. when it seems more imminent. I might crack on with it. And so tell me more about this because I, 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 I don't really, I haven't seen Star Wars. Well, 
I don't think you need to have seen Star Wars. I remember watching this documentary years ago about the Beatles or about John Lennon or I can't remember what it was about. And I remember uh, George Harrison's widow said that she was, she remembers George Harrison being pissed off with John, apparently, because you know they flirted with lots of spiritual stuff. Yes, yes. Um, That she said George was irritated with John for not being ready, that he got caught out by his step, which is pretty unreasonable because he was assassinated. How can you be ready for that? But that... In terms of philosophical preparation, oh, okay. a kind of slight, like, you just should be ready to go and that he'd spent all his life preparing. Yes. Do you know what I mean? I think, oh, that's an interesting notion. Not that I've done it, but yeah. the idea of it, like a lot of things when you sort of, you know, flirt with ideas. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like the idea that you should or could not resist it. Right. So that would be, and I've only ever seen that on film in the form of Luke Skywalker, he sort of floated. He kind of just went into this high, and he's a Jedi, so he had loads of time to work on it. And he sort of floated and willingly mm. left this plane. So, so, plane. so he wasn't. He wasn't. Um, I was going to say shot. What were they sabered? He weren't. Oh no! Weren't. Oh no! He's had a lot of fights. Oh time, right, yeah, but yeah. But actually, there is another thing in Star Wars when he sort of. That's right. There's okay. a, there must be a Jedi thing. Oh, right. Because uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi sort of, when he dies, he just sort of knelt down and took it. So there's obviously a Jedi slash so you're, you're, you're ruining this for me, babe, because uh, I've never seen Star Wars. Oh, these so, are not spoilers. Uh, are they not spoilers? No. You'll, you'll just bob along with it. It's funny, isn't it? I've never seen a James Bond film. If there's certain films oh. where people are like, oh, how have you managed to swerve it? Yeah, how have you managed to swerve Bond? Don't know. I sort of got through the first part of my life, accidentally never seeing it, and then I was like, I think I'll be all right. I'm going to stick with it. Yeah, yeah. You just go out of your way not to... I'm just not interested. Yeah, yeah. There's so many films. Yeah. That's just one that I'm like, you know what? I'm not that fussed about that one. Nothing against the work. It's just time is a precious thing. Yes. And if you don't want to sort of waste it watching things you're not into. No, no. So if you've gone this far without seeing Star Wars, I'd say just leave it. Or just Google up that little scene that I'm referring to. Yes, I'm fascinated yeah, by this. It's just he just um meditates himself to death. Right. So that's the way you'd you'd like to Only go. because I just don't want the pain. Okay. I don't want the fear. Yeah, yeah. So rather than be in denial, I'm going the other way. Yes. With extreme preparation. And it's interesting, isn't it, that that's what people get worried about with death, but a life is full of Pain and yeah. fear. You're right. You know what I mean. And and you know we we go. We you know we have toothache. We put up with it. Yeah. You know some of us are scared of lifts. Yeah. You know. But you don't want to have to die of those things, do no, you? No, 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 no. I mean that would be proper medieval if you just oh she got a toothache and then she died. <laughs> <laughs> there, we are now in a modern age where you expect to survive a phobia or a toothache. Yes, yes, from antibiotics, <laughs> <Yeah>. drugs. <laughs> I did do hypnotherapy for childbirth because I was shitting myself. Oh, really? Yeah, because, I mean, you know, you can die from that. Of course. And <laughs> it it's very happened. painful. Yeah, <laughs> it bloody hurts. And I just didn't want to, you know, go into a high state of anxiety. So I did hypnotherapy. And so when did you do it? I did it right through the pregnancy because I sort of got oh. wind. So a couple of people, they didn't get wind. I got wind yeah. of the fact that if you do it, it helps. <laughs> Probably did get wind as well. But, like, you're meant to just prepare. Maybe a bit like death. Maybe you yes. prepare. You should prepare for death, for birth, all of it. Yeah, <laughs> just, yeah. Just be, I don't know what, just prepare a bit. 
And did it help the hypnotherapy? Definitely helped. Yeah. And did you do it because you've had two babies? Yes. So did and you I do, do it for both? Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Just it's just it's just a practicing thing, isn't it? It's just a bit of practice of going to a space in your head and not getting overwhelmed, not getting freaked out. Okay. Because so much pain yeah. is sort of psychosomatic, isn't it? A little bit. Like there's a connection between your brain and your body, obviously. Yes. So if your brain is not freaking out, you might not feel such acute pain. Yes. I mean, this is very unmedical. Yes. No, no. <laughs> These this are is... just bits of knickknacks I've picked up. Just a couple of birds chatting <laughs> but shit. But you know what, like, philosophy's like, you just pick up bits of shit and go, yes. I like that, that makes sense. I'll take that bit of shit. I'll have that bit of shit, I'll leave that bit of shit. Don't go anywhere, we'll be back after this short break. Do you ever wonder how celebrities order food? Like, is Sarah Paulson a Diet Coke or a regular Coke girly? <laughs> Some peasant Coke? No. Or how does Sofia Vergara order a pizza? No, not, no tomatoes. I cannot eat tomatoes. tomatoes? Yes. Are you killed mushrooms? Not really. Okay. <laughs> if these are the details you need, and I know you do, I have the podcast for you. I'm Jesse Tyler Ferguson, and on my podcast, Dinners on Me, I take some notable friends of mine out to dinners in Los Angeles and New York City. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. That thing was delicious. So lovely. Well, you're mentally prepared and you're meditating yourself to a beautiful, painless, fearless death. Now you're dead. <laughs> In that way. Um, what would the public response be, do you think, to your unt untimely death? It's not going to be massive, is it? I'm not going to get, like, a Guardian... Obituary. <laughs> oh, I'm sure you would. I don't think so. I think you have to sort of square up to where you are on the food chain of <laughs> <laughs> profile, what they call no, it. No, but you've done massive things. Well, you've the twist would be that I'm known to be a dead woman anyway, so there'd be that sort of oh, irony. Oh, yes, in afterlife. Yeah, yes. so it, it, being known for a thing like that, they'd be like, oh, the woman that you thought was dead now <laughs> is dead. <laughs> and did you sort of feel with afterlife, I mean, there's a different situation because that... That character in Afterlife, like, she knew she was going to die. Yes. She had cancer and stuff. So she's able to leave these video messages. Yeah, I suppose she kind of promoted the going mindfully and all that stuff. Yes. Like, going with conscience or whatever. So would you want to leave video messages for people, do you think? I've got quite a few clips out there that... Are... They'll do. <laughs> <laughs> and anyway, I've done it now with Afterlife, so I've sort of the general... My poor husband couldn't really watch that because that was like, you know... Of quite, course. Quite sort of uh, raw for him. Well, so those messages will do. What's, what's Ricky's character called in Afterlife? Tony. Tony. So you just edit Tony for yes. Ben? Is yeah, that but your with like name? one of those phone, Tony, <laughs> Ben. <laughs> Please press Ben. Ben. For the, your wife's message. Yeah. So just replace Tony with Ben. Lovely. Tony Ben. Tony Ben. Listen, you've you've headlined um, the Apollo, haven't you? Yeah, I suppose in the comedy world there'd be some sort of um, someone would tweet it. There'd be a hashtag. <laughs> I'd like to hashtag have one of those trend. Yes. I'd like to have a trend. Yes, probably half an hour if I'm lucky. Oh, okay, not a full day. 
because it depends if there's another death, if, there, well, if there's a bigger death. Yeah, remember 2016 where it just felt like everyone was dying. Oh, and that was non-stop. Died. But last year was pretty full on as well. We Who went got, last year? Oh, yeah. Well, the Queen. So. Yeah, so if I'm in one of those, if I die in one of... If it's a quiet death year, yes. I reckon I could trend. Okay. <laughs> but if, if someone big goes, you're finished, aren't you? You're not going to trend for That's long. it. But trending for half an hour... I'll be happy with that. That's pretty good. That's, yeah. That's, oh, talking of death, if I don't take my tablet... <laughs> so looking back on your life, lovely Kerry, is there anything, you know, now that you're dead, is there anything you wish you'd done differently? Nothing massive, because mm. I do sort of think that thing of, like, if you change, the, you know, in Back to the Future when he says you can't change. If you go back and dick about with things, then you're not, you change now. Yes. So nothing huge. Mm. I mean, little things, like, I wish I'd just been nicer to people, you know, things like that. Mm. But um, but no specific, like, oh, I definitely shouldn't have done that. Like, right. nothing like that. Yeah, like, yeah. I could have drank less in the 90s, but then everyone was pissed. Yeah, the 90s were very full on. They were a bit. And I didn't, obviously, you don't realise who you look back. And then you go, oh, no, that was a bit much. <laughs> it was a bit much. Mm. It was sort of expected. Yeah. I mean, I remember, I, I mean, I'm, I'm older than you, so knocking about in the 80s. Was it as bad? It sort of was as bad. Well, there weren't as much money in the 80s. Right. So then it sort of seemed to go nuts in the 90s when people seemed to have more money. Yeah. But the 80s, that drinking culture, like if you did a job at the BBC or whatever, everyone went to the bar at lunchtime. Oh, wow. Like the crew. Wow. As well. In, How did in they get anything done? Machinery. Yeah. That's... Fuck knows. But wasn't like Winston Churchill pissed after? Wasn't everyone just sort of pissed in olden times? <laughs> People would just yeah. drink whiskey in sort of cabinet meetings. And... and that's it. And it used to be very much acceptable. Until they realise, actually, why are people not living longer than fifty? <laughs> you know what I mean? And they're oh, hang on. Yeah, yeah. And it's all it's all They've the boozing. Yeah, yeah. There, it just felt like there was, especially women, a sort of mixed up feminism with drinking blokes pint for pint. Yes. And you go, oh, but I've got a smaller, yes. smaller capacity. The ladette, the ladette thing. Yeah. And I sort of leaned into that. Uh huh. And then you look back and go, I didn't have to do that. No, no. It was just too much of that. Yeah, you yeah. Know? So, yeah, that's the only regret. And reincarnation? Animal, vegetable or mineral? Well, what is a mineral? Is that a stone? It could be. Or what? If you're going to fantasise about, like, the afterlife, you might as well go for it. And yes. it feels like if you're going to be a rock, you've not <laughs> gone... F- you know what I mean? Like, there are other options. Yeah. Vegetable, not really, that because that's not really exciting, is it, being a cucumber? I think I'd be, like... Uh, I'd like to be a bird, because flying would be fun, wouldn't it? Yes. It'd be nice to come back. If you're going to come back as a creature, uh-huh. like a sentient creature, yes. I reckon go bird, because you can fly. Yes, that's very nice. Any particular bird? There are lots of species. No, it's the flying is the key thing. So, not a chicken, because it'd be really annoying if you just said, oh, any bird. (laughs) And then you're like, oh, not that bird. Yeah, that one can't. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, a hawk, a hawk, something like that. An eagle. Yes. Something that can properly fly. Lovely. So now we move on to. The funeral. So, so everyone's gathering there for the funeral. Yeah. But, but you're not there. So you were at the pearly gates. So who would you like to greet you at the pearly gates? Is the pearly gates heaven? 
Yes, oh yes, you have no religion. So apparently it's St. Peter right. who meets people at, right. at the gates of heaven. You'll be greeted by St. Peter. Everyone, everyone gets that. Everyone gets that unless you've been bad. Then if you've been bad, you don't get, you go you down. You go to hell right. and you burn in hell. And who meets you down there? Nobody, you're all on your own. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is what we were taught as I kids. Know, I mean, it's just unbelievable. It's horrific. It's really scary. It's really fucking scary. Mm. But anyway, but the lovely thing is, is heaven right. and, and the pearly gates. Yeah. So you can be met at the pearly gates, not by St. Peter, but by somebody of your own choosing. I mean, I, I am quite, I'm nearly 50 and I haven't, I'm very lucky and I know this is coming for me, but I haven't lost any, like, I haven't lost my parents or close, close friends or, oh, wow. I mean, you know, I so it, it is quite a kind of, uh, it's the sort of sense of dread because there's an inevitability to yes. it. But as yet, that hasn't happened. So, you know. What I, about pets? You had any pets dying? No, not I'd be that bothered to see again. Right. I mean, you know, <laughs> I had a cat when I was a kid that I liked, but if I got to the pearly gates, I'd be like, oh, oh, well, uh, hey, it's yes, you. Yes. <laughs> I'd have to style it out that I was bothered. Uh-huh. So. I mean, if you went like all those people, we just uh, sort of icons. I don't know, like uh, be nice, Gandhi and Elvis and Victoria Wood, maybe. And ah, uh, Victoria Wood. Yeah, people that you admire, people that are entertaining. And did you fun. ever meet Victoria Wood? No, I didn't. I did see her live though when I was a teenager. Uh-huh. Oh well, we'll make sure that. Oh, by the time I die, then my mum and dad may well have died. So then they be nice if they were there. Well, exactly. Hopefully, you know, it will go the natural way. The natural way, yeah. They'll be very elderly and had a magnificent life and all the rest of it. And then you get quite elderly yourself after a magnificent life. In that controlling, that's the plan. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) We'll make that happen. Everyone goes in the right order. Yes. So you're there having a nice time mm-hmm. chatting away to Gandhi and Victoria Wood. Yeah, I mean, just off the top of my head. So, but down below, your funeral is happening. Right. So, what sort of uh, funeral do you want? What's the coffin like? I am, um, I suppose, I, out of conscience, I would go for one of those eco oh, yeah. situations, maybe Wicker. Yeah, yeah. But they're quite expensive, aren't they, all that? Are they? I think so. I think all that kind of, um, if you want it to not be proper low budget, yeah. It, which actually, maybe, do you know what? I don't even mind. Maybe a wheelie bin. A wheelie bin sounds great. Yeah, though. a wheelie bin would be nice because then it'd make it easier for pool bearers, wouldn't it? Because you'd only need two. You Just wouldn't need four. Pull, pull you around. Yeah. Would you be in there upright then? Why not have my feet sticking out? Why not? Just for comedy, just for comic effect. Just like, oh, well, shit, that's feet sticking out. Just the, banging in against the wheels <laughs> of the wheelie bin. Yeah, in a sort of like, because I'm doing that meditative exit. Oh, yes. So I could be in a kind of yogic inversion oh, with my yes. feet sticking out of a yes. wheelie bin. So I look like a bit like I'm levitating. And um, well, and do you want this wheelie bin to be decorated or will it just have, you know? It'd be nice to have some, like, a, a few bits on it, maybe some flowers. I mean, if you're going to do a ceremony, it's always nice to have flowers. You want to look like you've given it some thought. Yeah, not just have Croydon Council written <laughs> yeah, on the side yeah, of it. Yeah. Buried. Cremated. <laughs> uh, probably cremated. That's probably the right way to go, isn't it? I live near one of those big um, Victorian cemeteries, though. I mean, we've learnt on this show that actually it's more better for the environment to be buried. Oh, really? I'll go that way then. I'm very, yeah. persu- I'm very suggestible. <laughs> if you'd said the other way. 
And also, you shouldn't be buried six foot. You should be buried about four foot. For, for decomposing? Yeah, because you, you're too deep. That makes sense. But also, there's so much kind of like tradition, like you wouldn't, like what? We need a sort of system like Tetris where you get rid of some <laughs> coffins, where you sweep some away and just make room for some more. Do you know what I mean? Like people that's on top brilliant. of people. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like that's... <laughs> yeah, just they shut down. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because it just feels like now there's something sort of, you know, it's a sacred place and you respect it. And blah, blah, blah. You're like, but shouldn't there be a slightly more industrial feel to it? Yeah, and do you know what I think they should do? I mean, they should just, because some of these fucking cemeteries, they've got people in there from 1700s. Yeah, there's no up. one visiting those. And there's no one there. No. You know, there's let, nothing. Let they, should, they should knock it all down. Yeah. And uh, start again. Yeah. Just get some new bodies in there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, if there was a bit more of a uh, an environmental sort of system with the burial. Yeah, recycling. Because there is only a certain amount of space for all this. There is, but I love the idea of it being like Tetris. <laughs> yeah, that'd be good. That's fucking brilliant. If you wanted to go down long ways, you could fit. Oh, we could fit. Oh, well. that's so. Clever. You know, we've got we've got a, a, a bit of a six footer here. Yeah. We've got um, sadly a child yeah. here. Uh, what are we going to fill in this gap? Oh, somebody was very happy to be putting go a, down vertical, putting a wheelie bin. Yeah. And just stuck down vertically. Yeah. And that would be you. Yeah, I'd be happy with that. Oh, I, I'm very, very pleased with this. We've outcome. come up with something that's workable. I think we have. Mm. I think we have. We should, we should patent it. Yeah, go on, dragon's den or something. <laughs> Magic candy the dragon's den. We can run a funeral service. <laughs> <laughs> Look, leave it with us. <laughs> Terminal Tetris. Yeah, yeah. There we go. <laughs> so now we need pallbearers. Well, people pulling the wheelie bin. If you want a kind of performative situation, yeah. maybe those women that do six. Oh, yes. That'd be quite good, wouldn't six it? Six the musical. Yeah, six the musical, the six wives of Henry. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because they look great. They and do. I reckon they'd put a show on. And they look strong. Yeah, they look strong. And there's six of them, so it wouldn't be too much of a burden for any one of them. Yeah, so if you wanted to be put on the side. Yeah, if we were going to go trad, like coffee, yeah. I'll have those girls to do it. Lovely. Would they be singing as they walk? Yeah, why not? They've got some great numbers yeah, in that yeah. show. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> um, and so we know what they're wearing because they look fabulous. So what what are you going to be wearing? What's your request? To... Uh, I reckon I'd want to be comfy. Okay. So I'd probably go for a onesie. Oh, lovely. Yeah, just a nice sort of Primark one, Don't not top end. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They are a bit flammable, those, aren't they? Oh, are they? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no candles. <laughs> no candles. <laughs> but like an animal one, maybe with ears. Oh, like you like a bit of tacky. Yeah, I love a bit of that. Mm. They're nice and cosy, aren't they? Because you'd want to be cosy and comfy. Fleecy, maybe a bit of a fleecy vibe. But why wouldn't you go high end then? If it's the, the last thing you're going to wear, why wouldn't you go for a posh well, one? Let, I'm, if we're talking wheelie bin, we might as well go all the way, mightn't we? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just think if it's going to de... Oh, will it decompose? Some of those fabrics aren't very sustainable, are they? Maybe I should go for something that's cotton. I, I think, and then and then it will cost more. Yeah, you got to look at where you want to spend because yeah. I'm saving. Um, we'll get to it, but I'm saving a bit more money for for the actual wake. Oh, okay. So I'll go budget where I can save, <laughs> and then splash out a bit on some things where you think I'll sod it. And you know what I am worried about now go on. is how long it will take the wheelie bin to decompose. Yeah, maybe we should have thought about that. Plastic isn't known for decomposing, is it? No, but you said wicker. So it could be a wicker wheelie bin. Wicker wheelie bin. There we go. 
what you say, Goddess Jemima's miming to me. Oh, that's true. So Goddess Jemima's come up with the solution of this this worry. Right. Um, because you're in a wheelie bin, mm. you could be, just be tipped out. Oh, that makes sense. That's what they're designed for. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then you need the other end of the contraption on the back of the... on When the bin men come, they yeah. hook it on a thing and then just tip out the crap. They do. So you're suggesting... I didn't suggest it. Goddess Jemima suggested. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it is designed be, into the thing itself. Yeah, so you have that just being hooked on oh, the back yeah. of the the bin lorry. Yeah, for comic effect. I mean, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there is, you know. I mean, I suppose it'd be funny, wouldn't it? It would, and then you just sort of being dumped into this <laughs> Tetris hole. It's this, it's this Tetris gap. Head first, feet sticking out. Yeah, feet sticking out. Lovely. Mm. All right, listener, a quick note, especially for you. If you've been listening to these and enjoying them, why not give us a little review or even hit the subscribe button? We've got some lovely bonus episodes too, where I sit down and talk shit with my goddesses and we do have a laugh. (laughs) It's just, oh my God, it's one of my favourite stories. So let's get back to the episode, shall we? So who's coming to the funeral? We know your children are there. Yeah. Only one that you absolutely do not want there that might think they're entitled to just turn up. I tell you who I wouldn't want, comedy critics. Oh, really? I, well, they can fuck off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I already struggle to keep them out of gigs, so I really don't yeah. want them rocking up to my funeral, uh-huh. judging. But I don't really read reviews. No. I don't look at anything like that. Well, I know, and I try not to. And I have done like Edinburgh festivals where I've gone the whole month and not read one and felt much better for it. Yes. But they're always sort of there in your brain, aren't they? They just sort of like niggle away. And even yeah. if you're not reading them, you know they exist. Yes. And actually nowadays it's quite hard to avoid them altogether uh-huh. because they just float into your social, like a turd. Oh, of course. They just sort of float <laughs> in like a tampon at the swimming pool. You're like, what are you doing here? <laughs> Why have you floated in? So, you know, it's quite willful to mm. completely swerve them. So, yeah, I'd, I don't think I'd want any um, critics at my funeral. No, but no. I'd love, like, all, you know, all my mates and packed like a gig. I think I'd like some of those professional mourners. Oh, yes. You can hire mourners, can't you? I looked this up. Okay. Pro- they've got a name. There's a word for them. Oh, yeah, go on. Moirologist yeah. is a professional mourner. Okay. You can hire them. How much do they charge? I don't know, but if they're too expensive, you could just get extras, couldn't you? Like uh, supporting artists, get them to do it. I think supporting artists would uh, like to consider themselves earning a higher fee. But I don't uh, know what these guys cost. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's so niche. It is niche. It might be like really expensive. And also, I'd want them to go really full on, like slightly on the edge of bonkers. Oh, right. Like like hitting themselves in the head. Full black attire, wailing. Keening. Yes. Because it says in the Bible, yeah. these mourners, they would, they're not members of the family. They'd be paid to go to the burial, crying and wailing loudly, ripping out their hair, tearing their clothes and scratching their face. That's what I want. I want those guys. Wow. Yeah. Properly go for it. You'd want your funeral to be like the best gig. Yes. Like the best, most engaging gig uh-huh. ever, you know. Yeah, yeah. People doing good sets. Yeah. A little bit, bit of speak, you know, bit of stand up, poem, bit of music, that sort of thing. Lovely. Maybe some acrobatics. And uh, speaking of all that, so who have you got to do your eulogy? 
Well, I know because when my husband did watch Afterlife, he was a bloody mess. Oh, really? So he'd be useless. Yes, yes. <laughs> he'd be in bits. Yeah. I said, bloody hope so. So he said, I wouldn't do it. He wouldn't have, he just wouldn't be able to keep it together. Okay. So I asked my friend, Rob Rouse, who's, uh, who I thought would be a good choice. Okay. Yeah. He's very funny and warm. And I thought, oh, Rob would do a good eulogy. Well, that's great because I think we've got it. Oh, lovely. Yeah. We're gathered here today to celebrate the life of Kerry Godleman, a phenomenal lady whose sense of fun, energy and zest for life has touched us all. I have two words for everyone in the afterlife. Brace yourselves. (laughs) Anyone looking for a quiet afterlife has got a shock in the post, as Kerry's soul will never truly rest. I mean, she was only pretending to slip away mid-meditation. Yeah, she may have had her eyes shut, but she was busy planning stuff. <laughs> but please remember, this all comes from a really good place. And no doubt, heaven is in need of some serious reorganisation. <laughs> I mean, come on, St Peter. When was the last time you had them pearly gates repainted? I mean, look at the state of them. It's the first thing people see, mate. And you go, come on, Sam. Let's give that beard a trim, shall we, love? Come on, you, you look like Santa. Now, it may feel like a shock at first, But in time, you will all realise just how many lists there are to make and that making lists is fun. (laughs) And on the subject of fun, you better get used to it being properly organised because what's the point of fun unless everyone knows what they're doing (laughs) and when they're doing it? Come on, everyone, get in a chariot. We're off for a bit of culture. (laughs) Get ready to have your afterlife turned upside down. I mean, she's probably not even dead. I bet she's not even in the box. She'll be working up a new tour show. We love you, Kel. Never stop being you. Well, how charming. Oh, that was delightful. I love hearing a northerner trying to do a Cockney accent. Yeah. yeah. It's charming. It's, it's like when uh, blokes do an impression of a, a woman. And yeah. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> Don't go anywhere. We'll be back after this. Short break. So, your gravestone. I think I'd go short and sweet. I called my last show Bosch. It was a nickname (laughs) I picked up on Taskmaster. I think it sort of says it all, really. I'd just have that. Bosch? Yeah. I mean, you you know what I'm getting at. Okay. I'm dead. (laughs) (laughs) She lived, then she died. Bang. Bosh. Bosh. <laughs> Job done. Job done, yeah. <laughs> and it would save on lettering, wouldn't it? Do you have to pay per letter? I think you do, actually. Mm, well, it's only four letters, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And there's, it's very difficult to be original. Like, rest in peace is a bit route one, isn't it? So you'd want to come up with something a bit... Oh, people now say rest in power. Oh, is that a thing? I think that's a thing, isn't it? Oh, rest in power. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. It just seems I'm... a bit wanky. Yeah. Rest in pyjamas. There we are. Yeah. Because that's what you want. Yeah. You want to be in your onesie. You just have a rest, babe. I As did. Rob pointed out, I do struggle to rest. Yes, so yes. So it might be quite nice to... Have your rest in pyjamas. Yeah. The will and the wake. So, the wake. What do you want? Uh, that's the party bit, isn't that's it? That's the party, baby. I want a band. 
Very good. That's what, what I've saved on the coffin. Yes. I want, I'll spend it on the band. What sort of music? I think a ska band. Oh, lovely. Yeah, I think that you can't, no one can sit still when there's a ska band on. And everyone can dance to ska. Absolutely. Because it's basically just two movements. Yeah, it's easy. Every generation are up for it. I just think I'd have a, yeah, I'd have a cover band. Definitely a cover band. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, at the wake, everyone's having a good old dance. Good old uh, one, two, one, two to the old scar <laughs> music. Bish, bash, bosh. And you, by this time, are just having a little float around, having a little look and having a little ponder as to who you might haunt. Ah, haunting, yes. It does sound like a lot of admin, doesn't it, getting on with haunting? Oh, does it? Like, well, yeah. there's that whole, I thought we were going to kick back and sort of rest in okay. pyjamas pajamas or power. But then you're like, oh, shit, now I've got a haunt. That's like, you're, I'd feel burdened by that. Oh, really? Well, we're a bit like, oh, bloody hell. And I wouldn't want to kind of haunt anyone I love because that would freak them out, wouldn't it? A bit. Right. And plus they'd think they were shot of me. So they'd be like, oh, oh gosh, God. <laughs> she's back. So if I had to haunt, if it was compulsory, like sort of jewellery service or something, like it's your, you've got to crack on with that. Yeah. You'd want to do, you'd want to be useful. Yes. So maybe horn um, people that are up to no good. Okay. Yeah, so you'd be like, there's a sort of policing sort of vibe yeah, to yeah. it. Like stop people doing nasty things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Just just make it difficult. Very good. For people to do shitty things. Yeah, yeah. Rather than just be like a sort of comedy ghost, I'll be a useful ghost. Oh, I like the sound of that. But not like proper authority. Like those community police officers that haven't got... They can't <laughs> arrest you. Yes. But they can, you know, sort of warn you. Yes. Like, you might not want to do that. It's a bad idea. So you'd be a, you'd be a community ghost? I'd be a community ghost, yeah. Mm. Without proper authority. Okay. Rob's right about my list. That's what I'd be like. Yeah, I'd be like, yeah. I'd just get some sort of, you know, I'd have to have, get onto a database of some kind and be like, right, what are we doing Thursday? <laughs> Who are we haunting? Oh, that's wonderful. You could get sort of other ghosts involved. Yes, recruit. Recruit. Yeah. Board ghosts. Yeah, there must be loads of board ghosts. Oh, there must be. Just fed up of sort of going, ooh. Yeah, I, can't, I mean, I really hope I don't have to haunt. Yeah, yeah. I really don't want to have to get up there and do that. I want to kick back. Now, lovely Kerry, we move on to the wheel. Yeah. So what you got and who's going to get it? Uh, do you know what? I've only just done my will. I've recently been doing it. Okay. It's one of those things. I am cra- I mean, this is why this has been good for me, because mm. it has made me... Um, you don't want to accept the inevitable, do you? You just yes. don't want to sort of deal with it. And I think that's why I put off doing my will. I've got a lot of nice plants. So it would be nice to leave them to sort of friends that are into gardening. Yeah. You know, so that would be the only thing of any sort of meaning. Yeah, plants don't... They they peg it on me. They they don't seem to last that long with me. Do you water them? I do. Do you properly talk yeah, yeah. to them and engage with them? <laughs> no, I don't. Actually, I don't no, know why I'm saying that. No, but some people are sort of green fingered, aren't they? I don't they? think I'm naturally brilliant at it. I just mm. like it, and I, I suppose like a hobby is a nice thing that isn't your job. So yes. you can be a bit shit at it, and it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. It's just an enthusiasm. I just quite like doing it. Mm. I quite like the control. I like planting a seed. Yes. And watching it grow and going, I planted that. Oh, I did that. Yeah, beautiful. <laughs> yeah, I gave nice. that life. Yeah, and then you do, I suppose, witness the cycle of life with her. Someone said to me once, that's why people have flowers, because you just sort of, they're a daily metaphor mm. for the cycle of life. 
Oh, are they? Like they're fresh and then they perish. Mm. I wouldn't want to give them to people who didn't want them because I've got lots of friends like you that aren't that bothered. They'd be like, oh, fucking hell, now you've left us a tree. Yeah, yeah, what we're going to do this. Now, fucking hell. <laughs> Something else is going to die. She's dead and now that's going <laughs> to fucking die. a daily die. reminder. <laughs> so, yeah, I'd have to be giving it to people that are into it. Yeah, so. Well, I think that's quite a beautiful thing, actually. So. You know, you got your will and you've been left, you you know, you're leaving everybody some plants and stuff. But, you know, you're not there in the house now. So is there anything you sort of think, fuck, I shouldn't have left that. I should have got rid of that before yeah. I died. Uh, my journals, I don't want anyone to ever read those. Oh, right. You no. keep journals. I, well, on and off over my life. Oh, like, really? Not at the moment, I'm not. It depends how busy you are, doesn't it? Yes, yes. <laughs> well, in my 20s, with these existential sort of alcoholic decade of the yeah. 90s, I kept a lot of journals. Really? But they're really boring and full of shit. Well, are they just got pissed? Yeah. And I, when you're really young, they're just it's just who you're getting off with. Yes. Oh, I didn't get off with Doodah. Oh, I try to get off with Flim Flam. And then yeah. Flim Flam got off with <laughs> Wah Wah. And it's, it's just bollocks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I, I really do have to get rid of them. My mum's burnt all hers. Oh, really? Yeah, burnt all her diaries and journals. But I do. I definitely don't want anyone to come across my diaries. Well, I would advise you to get rid of them ASAP. Yeah, maybe I should. Yeah, yeah. I mean, some of them go, yeah, the ones from my teen, I mean, teen diaries. Yeah, yeah. There's a radio show as well, isn't there, about people reading their teen diaries. And I've yes. listened to it a few times and they've got, like, really interesting diaries. And I know, and I've heard that show and I think, I don't fucking believe this. <laughs> Mine is honestly so, I mean, there's one I read over not that long ago Whole pages about what I was going to wear to the school disco. Oh, really? Yeah, it's like, shall I wear a puffball? Because Jackie's going to wear a puffball. Maybe I shouldn't wear a puffball. <laughs> You're like, oh my God, that no one's going to want that. So I've got a death clock, you know, oh. and it gives me the power to find out if you wish to know when you're going to die. Really? Do you want to know? I don't. Well, if I if I'm going to prep, I do need to know. You do. And I'm quite controlling. Okay. <laughs> the seventeenth of November. That's my birthday. Twenty seventy three. How how old will that make me? That'll make you exactly one hundred. Oh, I don't know if I want to live that long. Oh. <laughs> But that is my birthday. There's a neatness to that that I'm quite happy. There with. is. I think that's. I think that's the old death clock. Was taken... yeah, that's how bad I am at maths. That you said 2073, and I was born in 1973, and I had to ask you how old I'd be. I know that's it's, bad. That is bad. But it sort of ties in with your organisational yes. side. Yeah. There's a neatness to it. There isn't is there? a neatness. Yeah. There's a sort of like symmetry organ. Like a hundred is a nice square number. Well, that's a beautiful way to end the show, I think. Other than to say thank you so much, Kerry. Thank you for having me. I've I bloody loved it. I now feel like I've got shit to do. Oh, yes. I've got to burn gone. my diaries. I've got to get my will finalised. I've got she's to organise my haunting. Oh, she's gone. You've been listening to Where There's a Will, There's a Wake with me, Kathy Burke. My producer goddess for this episode is Jemima Rathbone. Sound and video engineering by Jay Bill and Teddy Riley. Production coordinator is Archan Mohalay. Marketing by Abby Brock. Additional production and development from Chris Skinner and Dan Cocker. Original music written and performed by Jonathan Rathbone. The executive producer is Ollie Wilson. <laughs> <laughs>